Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. I am your host, Nick Stevenson, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we decided that we wanted to run back episode number four, the Christmas episode. Reason being, since we've changed our scheduling to where we will never record on the holidays again, this is going to be the only ever Christmas episode. And it was fun to look back on this one. It was fun to record. Uh, for me, looking back at it to prepare for this episode, I got this real sense of nostalgia about how fresh and new the podcast was at this point. Obviously, it's our fourth episode. We're still extremely raw. Um, as I listened to myself back in December of 2019, I think I've gotten better. I know Chris has gotten better. and uh, But the energy and the excitement we had about the show, let's be honest, 2020 kind of sucked that energy and that that passion out of us a little bit. And I hate to admit that, but for myself, what going back and looking at this episode did is it showed me like, that's that's the passion you used to have for this thing. And I'm determined to not let anything in 2021 take that away from us. We are very much looking forward to season three. Uh, season three is going to be big. There's some big announcements coming up. I'll share those with you at another time. But uh, everybody who's watching, first of all, if you've listened to episode number four already and you still came back, love you so much for that. I'm going to try to add a couple nuggets that you may not have known about while we do the show. And to all of the new listeners, I'm going to try not to interrupt the show too much. Uh, I want you to be able to enjoy the episode, but it'll be entertaining. We'll have some fun listening to it together. Um, what are we waiting for? Hell, let's get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, episode number four of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast, the Christmas episode. Enjoy. to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now here's your hosts, Nick Stevenson and Chris Clark. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world, welcome to episode four of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. Once again, we are so gracious and humbled by the fact that you're joining us. My name's Nick Stevenson. My man Chris Clark is in the building. What to do, baby? What's up, my brother? What's going on? You like oh. the little Christmas trap beat we got going? Man, you killed that. I love that. <laughs> man, so I'm really excited to be back. I think episode three, the consensus is that it was probably our best one so far. <laughs> <laughs> it, it provided a lot of laughs. It provided... It did really well as soon as we put it out. And I think this thing's kind of starting to move, man. Yeah. People are onto it and yeah. they, they're appreciating what we're doing. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you my favorite thing that came out of episode three. I want to ask you, did you ever think that you would be a sound drop? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got some beautiful audio uh -oh. that we've added to our soundboard. <laughs> And it's probably my favorite audio so far. So let's hear what Chris is providing for us in the form of sound drops. <laughs> Ooh -wee. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Ooh. That's good. I got to interject myself really quick <laughs> because 
as you guys know, if you've been listening to this show, those sounds are now featured in our intro. And I really loved our intro from the beginning. I really did. And I, I, I shouted out, you know, your imaging guy, a.k.a. Keith, uh, is a guy I found on Fiverr from the beginning. But I felt like it was missing something. It was missing a little bit of Nick and Chris flavor. So we record three episodes and I didn't know what I was going to find. I just wanted to go through and find some interesting sound. And the dad joke contest of episode three turned out to be a gold mine when it came to sound drops for Chris. Those are the only two that I've saved. If you guys go back and listen to that and you think in your mind, you can probably find seven or eight different sounds that be like, oh, that could have been <laughs> Chris's sound drop. But the hype gorilla laugh uh, and then the ooh wee, that's where it came from. And it's just cool looking back on how it's funny how things come along because the yeah, buddy. First of all, I didn't even realize that I say that as often as I do, but it I, it it was not me planning on, ooh, I need to make a sound drop, so I'm going to say, yeah, buddy, so that I can put that on the intro. It just happened organically, and I listened back to it because I wanted when, when, the, when the announcer, the voice person doing the intro said both of our names, I wanted us to have something signature that gave off our vibe and our energy, and it ended up being perfect, so... Many of you may not even be interested in that story, but it's just crazy how when you do this, how things come together that you didn't really expect. And it ended up being something that was like a staple of this show. I mean, we sell T-shirts with hashtag we and hashtag yeah, buddy on it now. And it's something that happened completely on accident and it ended up being perfect. It's the man. I can't I cannot get enough of that. <laughs> there you go Chris is Clark the oh. biggest contribution to this show so far that's uh, awesome man oh man <laughs> one more time <laughs> that's good awesome. stuff man that's good so stuff. once again the amount of support that we've been getting um by the time we post this episode we should have over a thousand listens total Incredible in the first month, man. That is nothing incredible. close to what I thought would be happening. I and I get it. That's not like groundbreaking numbers or anything. But for it's, a couple of jamokes like me and you <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah. here in our kitchen, like the, the, those numbers far surpass anything that I expected. Yeah, especially for sure. you know the for, for the first four. And the goal of this thing, I, I know for me, is I wanted to put out good content and I wanted to connect with people. Yeah, and that's been happening, dude. It's. It's an amazing feeling when somebody messages you or calls you and tells you, man, I, I cried and laughed yeah, in the same it is. episode. It is. Like, you, we're, we're actually connecting with people. And I've had so many people reach out. I mentioned before the guys at work. Um, it's not just them. I mean, everybody's been, been really supportive, and it's awesome. And when we decided to start this thing, I, I told you, I was like, after a while, we'll build the chemistry. Like, uh -huh. I didn't realize... Like, we, we already got it, man. Yeah. So, we, I mean, right. we bounce You're off right. of each other. You're right. And I, I've gotten used to when I need to shut the hell up so you can talk, <laughs> you know. So, it's been a great dynamic. I mean, the, the, the growing process of this whole thing, when we, like, when we first sat down and did the recording test at yeah. my house. Yeah. Dude. That was rough. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, sitting across the table talking to you 
and listening to myself on a microphone, like I'm getting freaked out. Like, oh my god, yeah. do, I, do I really sound like that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a process. Going from that point to this point is just nothing short of incredible. Yeah, it's been really fun. And when we listen, when me and Whitney listened to the last one together. She's like, yeah, Chris is getting into a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could tell. Yeah. So that's been super fun. It has. So been. here we are, man. Episode four. Uh, the holidays are right around the corner. So we said, Couple hey, days. let's let's do a little Christmas episode. There you go. It's it's an interesting dynamic for me because I've only been celebrating Christmas for the last five years, really. Uh huh. Since I met Whitney, before her, I would participate in Christmas sometimes. Okay. But since I grew up. Not so when celebrating you, when you the say, holidays. So when you say you participated sometimes, you mean um, by, like, you you would participate? Like, I would buy Maddie presents. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Okay. But, you know, when she was living with her mom, I wouldn't, like, put up a Christmas tree at my house gotcha. or anything. Okay. I would buy her presents. I'd wrap them. Okay. Um, a couple of my friends, we would maybe exchange gifts. Yeah. I suck at wrapping, so I, w- <laughs> oh, I am a too. gift bag connoisseur, my friend. <laughs> Tissue paper in a gift bag. That's my that's my jam. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes you go to the store and they don't have Christmas. Yeah. So I'm, like, giving happy birthday gift bags out. Yeah. You know, hey, it's Jesus' birthday, there so what's, what's wrong with that? It's funny that you say that. Uh, every time every time I'm sitting on the floor wrapping presents with Haley, she's looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> and, and I yeah. always revert back to the... The office reference where <laughs> Jim wrapped Dwight's desk up, it's like in the first, th- you know, thirty second clip. Yeah, Dwight says, "Uh, oh, real funny, you know, haha, real cute. How long did this take you? Four hours?" And he's like, five minutes. I'm a black belt and get ra- gift wrapping." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have never watched The Office ever. Sometimes Chris and I have differing opinions on what's funny and what's not. But if you'll notice, Chris, he gets tickled by a lot of things. There's some things that even I say that I'm not sure are funny and Chris will laugh. That joke that he just told, the Dwight wrapping up the, like, and I'm a black belt and gift wrap, that shit went completely over my head. But check out my laugh. Like, I sold it, didn't I? Hold on a second. Jim wrapped Dwight's desk up, like, in the first, you know, 30-second clip. Yeah. Dwight says, uh... Oh, real funny, you know, haha, real cute. How long did this take you? Four hours? He's like, five minutes. I'm a black belt and get ra- gift wrapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. And shame on me for not watching The Office. I've already been roasted by so many people. I've been roasted by Josh, uh, Josh Beard, by so many people for not watching The Office. But I did not get that joke at all. But I sold that laugh really heavy. Uh, give I give myself some props for that. Um, maybe I'll go ahead and watch the show so that I'll understand all of these inside jokes that you guys are telling one another. But I just found that really funny because that, that laugh was completely fake. Absolutely. Yeah, so I am not that at all. Oh, I, no, me neither. I told, I, it is terrible. <laughs> I told Whitney, the kids are going to know which presents I wrapped because it looked like a blind T-Rex did it. Yep. So. I, I went into it all cocky this year, man. Did I, you? Uh, yeah. There's, well, there's just video circulating around on Facebook. Like, if you're not doing it like this, you're doing it wrong. Right. right. So, you know, you put the, the square inside of the, you know, the square yeah, piece of I, paper and you. I'm going to take your word for it. You, know, you take the box <laughs> and you put it in the middle and you fold the corners all nice. Well, this one is like you lay the square out right in front of you. You take the present and you turn it right. diagonally. And you're supposed to, like, fold it into triangles. I'm like, dude, I got, I got this. 
like I was telling Haley, I'm about to run circles around your yeah, ass. Well, <laughs> that crashed and burned. Yeah. I was I, I was definitely hey, in my you know, for that. It's a, it's, it it's a man thing. We we want practical, right? There like you go. when we wrapped the boxes that we wrapped today for the uh for the jacket drive we were doing, <laughs> like you wrapped it the practical way. Yeah. You wrapped it once, wrapped it twice, put some tape on that bitch. Yep. You know, it. and Whitney's over there like measuring corners and sh- <laughs> like yeah. it's funny, man. I mean, that, yeah, teach your own, but I mean it's uh Hey man, as long as it's covered up. There you that's go. what I that's, that's what, what I say. That's okay. what and matters. you know what? It's supposed to be about the gift that's on the inside anyway. There you go. This is stuff that, like I said a few years ago. I, I just wasn't involved in. Uh-huh. And now that I'm an adult, the holidays have started to have more meaning to me. Because yeah. when you grow up not celebrating them, yeah, and then all of a sudden one day you do, you don't have the memories, you don't have the... Like, to me, I was just really indifferent to it. Yeah, I grew up where we didn't celebrate holidays for religious reasons. And okay. once I let go of those religious beliefs... I didn't mind celebrating the holidays, but like I said, I was just kind of indifferent yeah. to it. Yeah. It didn't have a whole lot of meaning to me since me and Whitney have gotten together and now it's mm-hmm. now it has meaning. Now it has yeah, some yeah, memories. Of course. I think about the first time me and the kids did the tree together and the first Christmas where they woke up early and yeah. were opening up toys yep. and yep. you know, Hannah's still at an age where she believes in Santa. So yeah. Yeah, of course. like it's really cool. Um yeah. So many people ask me, didn't you feel like you were missing out yeah. when you were a kid? And it's hard for people to understand, but it's like, if if you've never done it, you don't really feel like you're uh-huh. missing out. When I look back on it now, it is kind of odd. Yeah. It's kind of awkward. I remember being in elementary school and like everybody's drawing pictures of Santa and mm-hmm. coloring. And then the teacher hands you like a picture of a boy in a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah. what the... First of all, yeah. what creepy ass coloring book did this fucking come from, right? <laughs> Where did you find a coloring book with just a boy in a yeah, t-shirt? Yeah. And then kids are looking at you like, how come you're not drawing Santa? <laughs> and then you got to go through this whole explanation. But, I mean, to me, that was just normal. Okay, so what? Let, let's get a little deeper into that. What is okay. the reasoning behind that? I'm glad you asked. So, this is the question that Chris had never asked me before. What's the reasoning behind why did you not ever celebrate Christmas as a child? And I was not expecting that question. And really quickly in my head, I had to say, like, how deep into this am I going to go? Um, because up to this point, I didn't want our podcast to become a religious discussion. But I'm glad he asked that question because... I mean, it's it's it showed the true nature of my Christmas experience, at least as a child. And it's one of those things that oftentimes Chris and I, I mean, we're very good friends. We're, we're very, very good friends. He's my brother-in-law. Uh, we're like brothers. Oftentimes there's conversations that the first time we have them is on this podcast, which is a really cool dynamic to me, at least. It makes me grateful that we have this podcast, that it's opened up some doors to maybe some conversations that I don't know if he would have been comfortable asking me that when we're just chilling in his backyard or I'm not sure. But I thought it was really cool that he asked the question and I got to explain a little bit um, about what my understanding of why I didn't celebrate Christmas was. And um, that's just the cool thing about this podcast. And it's one thing I'm grateful for. I just wanted to chime in on that really quick. Uh that this was not a planned conversation, but it's a conversation that honestly we should have had and we needed to have. And I feel like this conversation 
probably brought us a little bit closer. The religion that I was a part of was heavy into what the origins of things are. Okay. Okay. And I don't think I'm going to offend anybody here when I say this because it's pretty common knowledge. If you do your research, yeah, Christmas is in fact not a Christian holiday. Uh-huh. It became a Christian holiday. Some Christians wanted to incorporate people who were not Christians and try to bring them into the fold. And it was is a pagan holiday. Okay. <laughs> and it, it, I'm not. I, I don't want to get too deep into it. This is this is common knowledge. You can do the research. Okay. Encyclopedia, and I think even the older Christian religions like Catholicism, they're uh-huh. pretty upfront and honest about it. So the religion that I was a part of was really heavy into. Well, if it's not, if Jesus didn't do it, then we're not gonna like. They were very okay. hardcore by uh-huh. the book, exactly what the Bible says, yeah. which is understandable and to each their own. When I started getting older. I started thinking, you know, there's a lot of things that maybe have origins that I wouldn't necessarily agree with. For instance, I don't know if you knew this, but bowling origins is the sport of bowling. Its origins are in witchcraft. I did not know that. Yeah. Like, I I don't know all the details, but basically like the witch would use a skull and roll it towards pins that represent like almost like voodoo, like represented people. And like the ones that fell would be cursed or whatever. It's something I want to stop right here. Because I'm going to give you a perfect example of some of the things I dealt with as a youth. That whole thing I just said about bowling being having its origins in riff and witchcraft is complete bullshit. I didn't know that when I said it, so I want to. I don't want to seem like, oh, Nick was bullshitting us. No, I was repeating something that I had been told as a child about the sport of bowling. And unlike adult, okay, 2019 Nick probably versus 2020 Nick, I probably would be a little bit more responsible before I go and spit some shit uh, on this show. I'm going to tell you nine times out of ten, and that was the one time, nine times out of ten, I'm going to vet something before I say it on this show. I'm going to make sure I know what the fuck I'm talking about. But what I just said about bowling was complete bullshit. And when I was preparing to do this episode and I said that, I thought to myself, you know what? I've never really researched that. I just listened to what somebody told me. And so let me correct myself while we're here on the record, if anybody cares, (laughs) because I looked it up because I don't want to be spreading misinformation out there. It turns out that the earliest forms of bowling date back to ancient Egypt. Uh, There are wall drawings depicting bowling being found uh, inside of an Egyptian tomb that's dated 5200 BC. Uh, also, they found miniature pins and balls in an Egyptian child's grave around that time. So it was a child's game. Like, it literally had nothing to do with witches. I don't know. I mean, bowling's been around ever since. I, I looked up in the 1300s, in the 15th and through the 17th century. There's nothing in here about witches, bowling. Like, nothing that I just said was true. And I felt like it was responsible for me to correct that. But, and I'm going to try to be very careful because I don't want to take a crap on anybody who was a part of the religion that I grew up in. But this is a perfect example. And whoever told me this, they probably didn't know. Somebody else probably told them that. But this is a perfect example of how sometimes people will just make shit up. They'll just make it up. 
because it sounds nice and they feel like it's going to, they hope that it sinks in and it changes your actions. And that's one of the problems that I have with organized religion. And I don't want to get too heavy into it, but it's just a perfect example of how as a young kid, I didn't celebrate Christmas because now the research about Christmas's origin, I have done and not to offend anybody there either. But what I said earlier about the origins of Christmas, that's I've done that research and you can look it up in Catholic encyclopedia and other uh, and other books as well. But that being said, like it's important. Uh, first of all, I didn't stop bowling because I thought it used to be witchcraft, obviously, because I say that in the show. But I mean, I, I sounded really confident when I said that, didn't I? I just sounded like I really knew what I was talking about. You know, bowling, and I probably was probably shaking my head while I was saying it. You know, bowling has its origins in witchcraft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if you shake your head, that means you know what you're talking about. It, it was crazy. And so I wanted to clear that up. Um, and I just wanted to tell people, like, especially in this day and age that we're living in, there's a lot of misinformation swirling around there. Do your own research. You don't have to trust what somebody says just because they said it to you. Look it up. That's what I did, and I learned something new. I learned that the Egyptians used to bowl. That's pretty cool. They they did a lot of cool things, but bowling was one of them. So I just wanted to chime in on that. Let's get back to the show. Thing of that vein, I'm not an expert on yeah. divining. But the point is, is that so they were heavy on, okay, if the origins of something is not Christian-based, then we're not going to mess with it. Like I said, that's just, to me... I just grew up, hey, we don't celebrate Christmas. We don't celebrate yeah. Thanksgiving. It wasn't really until I got older that I understood some of the reasons why. Okay. And then as I got older and I distanced myself from that religion, like that just really wasn't important to me. Yeah, I got But you. what also wasn't important to me was celebrating the holidays because yeah, I yeah. never did it. Yeah. Fast forward to being with Whitney, Christmas is extremely important to her and her family. Yeah. To all of our family. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it's, it's always it's been a big, a always, big deal. Always. And if I'm honest about it, it was a really awkward thing for me at first because of how I grew up. Uh-huh. Even though I'd, I'd gotten older and, like I said, I, I distanced myself from that religion. When you've had something ingrained in you for so long yeah. that you shouldn't be doing this, mm-hmm. it's a weird feeling. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Like, my first few Christmases, I was like, Ugh. even though I hadn't been a part of that religion in yeah. almost 10 years, mm-hmm. the reason the origins aren't important to me, and I don't, I don't judge anybody for celebrating Christmas because... Just like me, I can say, okay, the origins of bowling rooted in witchcraft, but that's not going to stop me from bowling because I don't bowl because I want to be a witch. Yeah, yeah, you bowl for the sport. Right. If that's what you're into. So I don't judge people who say things like, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season because Uh even though that may not have been the origin Mm -hmm. of Christmas, if that's what it means to you now, then more power to you. See, I I, I didn't even know that. Like, yeah. my, my, my religious background is so, 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 so basic. It, Fallon asks me all the time. Probably. She's curious. Three or four times a week. She yeah. is curious. Like, yeah. I, I guess some of her friends are very religious. Every time she asks me, I'm like, if you got a question, you need to call John Sheffield. Yeah. John Sheffield is one of my very closest friends and a devout Christian man if I've ever seen yeah. one in my he's entire heavy, life. He's heavy into it, yeah. He is. Him and his wife, Chelsea, are both devout Christians. Yeah. And if you've got a question, those are the people that you need to speak with. Right. Because I can't I can't give you that information. I don't I don't know it. Exactly. I I wouldn't even know where to start to look for it. Right. And that's kind of my point. Like you celebrate Christmas because it has an entirely different meaning to you. Yeah. 
if you were to find out that Jesus was not born on December 25th, I don't think that would sway you from like, oh, we can't celebrate no. Christmas anymore. No, you're right. It wouldn't. Right. And it so, wouldn't. like I said, to each their own. And that's, what's, what, that's what I've learned about all of the holidays mm-hmm. is whatever it means to you, that's the most important thing. It. Yeah. And that's why I love Thanksgiving and Christmas because what it started to mean to me is family. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it's all about. Uh-huh. When during Thanksgiving, during the holidays, uh, at this time of year, we're always getting together. Uh-huh. We're always, you know, doing the decorating of yep. the cookies. We do our, our Christmas party every yep. year. And we build memories. That's what the holidays are about to me. Yep. I can separate, okay, what Christmas meant in the, you know, early 1600s or whenever it started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can separate that from this, just like I can separate, okay, maybe bowling rooted in this witchcraft, but <laughs> yeah. that's not why I'm bowling. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me to celebrate holidays. The, th- the thing that I had to overcome was just the indifference, okay. the not really caring. Yeah, because yeah, like I said, Whitney, is it means a lot to her. Mm-hmm. And there were things she would want me to get excited about, like, oh, we're going to get up in the morning and and watch the kids open their presents, and yeah. Santa's, uh, you know, Hannah's going to be so excited about what Santa brought her, and I just, I couldn't generate that excitement yeah, that yeah. she was feeling, yeah. and I didn't want to, Yeah, I felt like if I forced it, it would be fake. Of course. And it would be obvious that it was fake. Yeah. So it took me going through it a couple of times to where now, I mean, this is one of my favorite times of the year, yeah. so getting together with the family makes it all, all the more worth it. And Maddie said, you know, in that little audio clip that we were doing for Thanksgiving, she's <laughs> yeah. living the best time of her life. Yeah. And I know she's telling the truth. I mean, this this past five years has been great. Yeah. Um, our family dynamic, we've talked about it before. It's yeah, awesome. Course. So I I've mean, definitely the, enjoyed one the, this. One of the, I mean, it's, it's it's funny that you brought that up. One of the first memories that I have of Madeline, Whitney called Haley. It was early December, you know, because we usually put our tree up late November, early mm-hmm. December. Whitney called Haley to, to to watch Madeline. Y'all had something to do or somewhere to go or something, and Haley said, "Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know we're putting our Christmas tree up." Mm-hmm. And I heard the conversation. I was like, "What? Why does that matter? Right? Like, why does that matter?" She's like, and she's like, you know, doing her finger over her mouth. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah, I'm looking at her like, "What are you? <laughs> what are you doing?" Like, I didn't understand it. I yeah, didn't, I didn't. Yeah, she's like, you know, she she practices this type of religion. I was like. Uh, okay, like I didn't, I didn't necessarily think anything of it. Right, right. Whitney said it's fine. You know, talk to Nick; he's okay with it. Yeah. So Madeline comes over. We're decorating the tree, and all of a sudden, we don't see Madeline anymore. Right. We go, and H- Haley goes and finds her. Well, she was upset because she saw everybody else having fun, mm-hmm. and she felt bad for participating. Right. And. Dude, at, at that point, I had no knowledge of yeah. any of it. I didn't know that, you know, if, if I would have known, I would have been like, no, tomorrow, right. like, I would have totally respected those boundaries. I just, I personally didn't And so, know. right, and here's here's what the complicated thing about Maddie was. Because when she was born, I would say me and her mother were kind of like barely hanging on okay. to that lifestyle of, uh-huh. of the religion we were a part of. Mm-hmm. And this is why I, I, I really hold myself kind of somewhat responsible for this. Because then, as me and her mother drifted away from that lifestyle, there was a lot of her family that are still a part of that religion. And so she would go back and forth. I got you. Between our home, that yeah. go visit them. Yeah. And then a few times lived in the same house with yeah. people who were practicing this religion. Yeah. So it got very confusing for her as a young child. I mean, which is 
completely understandable. Right. I mean, I, I it I got extremely that. confusing because her and her mom, when they moved to Alabama for a little while, she was around nobody who was practicing that religion at all, and they were celebrating Christmas. And okay. She, yeah. And when I, like when I went to go visit her, I gave her a Christmas presents, and she was fine. This is this is one of the things that made me feel bad because I felt like if I had given her a stable and steady home, she wouldn't have been going back and forth between uh-huh. different homes with different rules, different lifestyles. And so I felt personally responsible, even though, I mean, me and her mother not working out was not solely on me. Yeah, We were young. Of course. But I felt like, okay, it's my obligation to get her somewhere where that she's comfortable. Mm-hmm. She understands what the rules are. Yeah. And she doesn't have to feel uncomfortable in her own skin. Yeah. But I, I also did tell her, you know, because she lived with, people who were a part of that religion and her family for a while. And I said, look, whoever's home you're in at your age, you're going to have to respect the rules of that house. Unfortunately, you know? Yeah. And I say, unfortunately, well, no, I understand what you're saying. Respect thing. Yeah. The unfortunate part is if you're moving from home to home and the rules keep changing, that is the unfortunate part. But I told her wherever you're at, you need to respect the rules of that house. And I tried to make sure I kept the lines of communication open Myself, especially when she first came to live with us. Yeah. And so this was the first time that she was not in an environment where the things we were doing were against the rules of that house. Yeah, of course. And I told her, I understand it's an adjustment. You come talk to me. If something you feel uncomfortable doing, the problem is, and this is this is part of the reason that I'm no longer living that lifestyle. When you grow up in it, you don't know the reasons why you're not doing stuff. You're just told you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. And so as you get older and you just start to develop different values and different ideas, different morals. Yeah. You're going to school with all the kids who, right. you know, go ham on stuff like this. Right. You know, on, on every holiday. So it's got, I can, I can see it being very difficult as a yeah. child to be able yeah. to. It's hard to teach somebody that something that they've been taught their entire life, uh-huh. they shouldn't do. Yeah. That it's okay to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the hard part. Yeah. And I knew I would have to. Stick with her through the adjustment. Of course. I mean, that's that's when uh, when she was upset at my house. Uh-huh. That, Haley walked in and said, you don't have to look at this as you're decorating for Christmas. Right. You don't have to look at this as, you know, you're doing something that, that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. You can just say, I'm going to go color this picture, or I'm going right. to go decorate this poster board. Yeah. It doesn't have to have any kind of meaning behind it if I'm, you don't put it there. I'm, I'm going to tell you that sounds really simple to you. You're, and you're right. I mean, it was it was pretty strict. Yeah. No, no, no gray area. Yeah. If it has anything to do with this, yeah. you don't mess with it. And see, that was just us trying to. I understand. Ease over a situation. That Absolutely. We had no idea about. Yeah. It. I mean, and we had an idea about it, but we didn't have the knowledge to, the knowledge or the understanding, to say, okay, I respect it. That's cool. Like right. Haley was trying to. Make her feel welcome. Make yeah. her feel comfortable. And that's where Maddie is now. Yeah. Now that she's been here. Uh-huh. For several years now. And, you know, like I said, she was young. I was young. Yeah. When I was growing up, I was told, you don't do this for this reason. But I didn't, in my heart, I just, I was doing it because I was told not to. Yeah. And what I told Madeline is, I said, you're going to be an adult one day. You're going to have your own house. You'll have your own rules. Yeah. And maybe you'll decide you don't want to do these things. Yeah. And that'll be fine. Uh-huh. But I just want you to know that when you're living here in my house and we are doing these things, you don't need to feel like there's something wrong with it. Yeah. The time for you to make that choice is when you're an adult. Of and course. if you decide, okay, this isn't what I want to do, then yeah, then that's fine. At, you what, know? at what age did you start to start to draw your own, not, um, maybe not draw your own conclusions, but 
start to wonder. So my conclusions about my lifestyle, that, that'd be an interesting conversation for another time because okay. me, me developing my own thoughts and ideas, really, it didn't have anything to do with the holidays. It was just life in general. I got you. And the okay. way that I was supposed to live my life yeah. according to the way I'd grown up yeah. versus what I was seeing was actually reality I got you. In, out there in the real world. Yeah. So, but yeah, so Maddie's at a place now where, I mean, this, this is the best time of the year for our family. She loves yeah. it. She loves going to our, our Christmas party yep. that we have coming up. Um, my mom's going to be here. It keeps expanding. Yes. You know, we made friends with, with the Hughes a few years ago yeah. and then now they've jumped in on it. I feel for her because I know what it was like mm-hmm. to be in that position. Yeah. But I I can tell she's comfortable in her own skin. That's and fantastic. Yeah, this whole thing, this whole holiday thing that we do is awesome. So I wanted to talk to you about that. Since I didn't grow up celebrating Christmas, mm-hmm. you did. Um, I thought we could talk about what some of your fond memories of the holidays were. Maybe if you had any interesting stories. When you were growing up and your parents were talking to you about Santa Claus, mm-hmm. was it the typical, hey, if you're bad, you're not going to get toys, if you're good? You will get toys. Like how? How, yeah, how did that I mean, dynamic the, go? The, 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 the storyline did not change very much from where it is today. You know, Santa's always watching. You do good, you get you know good toys. If you're bad, you get a lump of coal. You know, right. All that nonsense. Right. Growing up, dude. Like in in my head, it was just so ginormous and so spectacular. On Christmas right. morning, you wake up and Santa Claus came. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. You know, freaking out. Yeah. The feeling is indescribable. And as an adult, and you legit thought that this fat man was coming in your house and leaving you present. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I will be thirty years old in June. To this very day, my mom and my pops have never told me that Santa Claus does not exist. Huh? Those words have never came out of their mouths. So where are them presents at? That's what you need. To do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mom, Fallon's kind of getting up at that age to where kids are right. talking. Right. And Fallon is a little. On the maturity level, she's a little bit lower, I feel, than, you know. I feel like I need to add this disclaimer. Or maybe I don't. Don't watch this with your kids. If your kids still believe in Santa, don't watch this. Don't listen to this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Some kids who have it rough or have, you know, hard decisions to make in third grade. Right. Whatever those might be. Dude, for two weeks, she's been asking me. Right, she's been like picking my brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and so said there's a number to Santa Claus. So and so said the Santa Claus ain't real. It's just your parents. And <laughs> I have to like put this like, found I'm 30 years old. Yeah, and I've been trying every Christmas since I was, you know, five, six, seven to catch this dude. Right. To explain the this magic, and I can't do it. Right. I cannot explain the magic. I don't know how it works. And I, I'm just like playing into it big yeah, time because yeah. I don't want her to lose that. Her lose imagination, that. man. Exactly. Why do we want to snatch our kids' imagination? I and don't. And I I promise you, me and Haley have discussed yeah. this in very, very strict detail. Yeah. We will never, even if our kids quit believing this yeah, year. Don't figure it out. We will never admit that. Yeah. Never. I, I, I feel you. You know what's funny? I was trying to find some funny stories about like parents who almost got caught. Being uh-huh. Santa and stuff like I was googling, doing some research, yeah. And all I came across was like these serious articles, like should you be lying to your children about Santa Claus <laughs> and like the repercussions of your children finding out that you're lying to them and I mean, how to break it to them. Look, dude, man, come on, like I, quit <laughs> right. raising sensitive ass kids. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, man. Your imagination is never more active than it is when you're a child. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. When you're a child, you think you could do anything. Yeah, absolutely. And the messed up thing about it is bitter-ass grown-ups yep, who right. have not fulfilled their dreams right. and have been beat down by this world yep. eventually take our imagination away from us. Yep, you're right. It's not fair. And to me, it's not a big deal if you let your kids believe in a little bit of magic. Exactly. You know? And I don't think there's been any kid who once they found out, I, I don't know, because let me, my experience is I'm two years old and my parents are like, Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> like they're telling me from the jump, yeah. Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. and then I'm going home, going to school, telling kids this and their parents are ready to whoop my parents ass. <laughs> like what the hell is wrong with you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I used to talk to adults who were living the lifestyle that I, I just can't believe these people are lying to their children. Like, come on, come on. Like when the bill collector calls and you tell me to tell him you ain't home, that kind of <laughs> lie, fuck out of here. <laughs> like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Like these, these, the idea of Santa Claus. And you know, like I said, they also didn't like the fact that, well, what's Santa Claus have to do with Jesus' birthday? Like kill all that noise. Yes. I got to a point yes. where I'm like, you're, you're missing the point right now. Thank you. Exactly. Let the it be. Let it be. Let, let those kids have the fun. Yeah. Let them, let, as, as long as you can drag that out, as long as you can make that happen, yes. do it. Because the real world is going to kick their ass yes. eventually. Yep. Like, you're let right. them have their childhood. You're right. And I think this is all the things that I know now. Like I said, when people ask me if I felt like I missed out on anything, I don't just because it was the norm to me. Yeah. I don't feel like I missed out on yeah. anything. And I'm making up for it. It's really cool for me to see my kids open up presents on Christmas yeah, yeah. morning or, you know, when I'm there on Christmas morning, you know, shout out shift work. But <laughs> <laughs> but what was funny is, like I said, I was looking up these stories. I couldn't find what, every article was like, should you be lying to your children or how to break it to your kids yeah. that Santa is not real. And I don't know, maybe like there's some emotional trauma with comes with with finding out. But I mean, that all that all boils down to your if, if that's the, same the case, thing. you're raising weak ass kids. Yeah, I like, mean, I don't. Yeah. Dude, let them have it. Let their imagination continue to grow as long as it's able to grow. Yeah, for because sure. unfortunately, once that is gone, you don't get that back. That yeah. doesn't that doesn't spring right back into action. That's the cool thing about artists. He's uh -huh. like they never lost their imagination. Either they ignored the adults who were trying to kill their dreams, <laughs> yeah. or they were surrounded yeah. by people who told them, "Hey, yeah. you want to be an artist? Hey, you want to be what you want to be?" Of course. And I never want to take that away from my kids. Yeah, I don't care what they tell me. If, yeah. They tell me they're going to be a seven foot. If Logan tells me he's going to be a seven foot basketball star, I'd be like, "Hey, man, better start stretching." Yep. You know, do it to <laughs> I it, mean, baby, do it to it. I, it's just funny to me, coming from the background that I came up from, then, like that people thought that that was so appalling. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let them have it. Yeah. Let them have it. Yeah. They're kids. They're kids. They're, you're they're right. gonna, like I said, the world's gonna beat them up enough as it is. Yeah. No, you're so, you're absolutely right. I was gonna ask you about that, and you actually brought it up already. With my kids, obviously, the older two know. Yeah, of course. And. That's kind of cool because now they can help us keep the dream alive with, Ma yeah. with Hannah. Hannah's smart. I yeah. think she figured it out. Like I said, dude, it goes back to those kids at school who have already been beaten down. They've already. I got to ask a question real quick. Because I'm new to this thing and. I can't talk about talk about it with my wife because she's. My wife, my wife loves Christmas, and the day she believes that Hannah no longer believes in Santa Claus is going to be very heartbreaking for her. But I'm pretty sure Hannah knows that Santa Claus is not real. Almost positive. So to my parents out there who've dealt with this, 
uh, how long are you supposed to let them game you? You know? <laughs> Is that a messed up way to think about it? Like, am I messed up for saying that? It's not that she's gaming me, I guess. It's because we, we do the elf on the shelf thing, too. And look at me. I'm even, I'm like, I'm like trying to be all quiet because her room is right next to the studio. Uh, how, like, if, if you know that they know, are you supposed to just let it go? Like, it's all good. Just let it go. Like, put Santa gifts under the tree when she's 30 years old. Like, what, when are you supposed to be like, hey, I know you know. And that's scary because what if you think they know, but they don't know? And so you go up to them like, hey, I know you know Santa's not real. And then you break their heart like, ugh, I don't know what to do. But, you know, Santa gets a lot of love for some shit that I paid for. It's pissing me off. <laughs> All right. I'm, uh, I right. got taken from him, and they're going, and they're spreading all that crap. Yeah. It's, a, it's a vicious cycle, and unfortunately, it's going to do nothing but get there. That age group's going to get nothing but younger and younger and younger. Probably. Like, I, dude, I remember being in sixth grade, sixth grade, and still wholeheartedly believing wow. in Santa Claus. Right? That's crazy. That would get you beat up now. You're abs- <laughs> you are absolutely right. Absolutely. <laughs> so the only time I ever, well, the first time I questioned it, seventh grade, I think, mm-hmm. and. We never got, like, big ginormous presents for, like, ginormous Santa gifts. Right. Santa was always simpler. He was always the... Santa had to be cost-effective. He's got a lot of kids. Effective. Yeah, he's got a lot of kids to give presents And then to. mom and dad got the, <laughs> the big, nice presents. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. I like that. I don't want Santa getting the credit for the nice shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, I did that. Well, one year, mom and dad wrapped us up uh, motorcycle helmets, like ATV helmets. And we were like... What is this for? Yeah. Like, we heard Santa banging around in the garage last night. Look, we go in the garage, and I'm telling you, the turd in my pants when I saw this <laughs> bitch was massive, okay? It was a brand spanking new Honda Recon 250 four-wheeler. Wow. And, man, I'm just like, my mouth's like salivating. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. If like, I was getting shit like that, I would stay believing in Santa, I too, bro. I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting on this four-wheeler, <laughs> and I'm like, hold on. Hold the fuck up. Santa Claus put this... 2,000 pound machine in his sleigh and 13 or 14 reindeer drug his bitch around. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Do it to okay. Santa Claus. Cool. Good deal. And like, I remember, yeah. I remember that and thinking like, nah, man, I'm a, I'm a, hey man, you got me for life, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a milk it. I'm a milk it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So Mama Clark, uh, Santa needs to visit the Clark home. Chris is waiting. <laughs> we need another one. We're ready for another one. Yeah. That's cool, man. I, it's when people tell me stories like that, it's like, okay, I can tell you right now I wasn't missing out. But then like in retrospect, I was like, man, I kind of was dude. Like that would have been really cool. Yeah. And I don't get me wrong. I got presents as a kid. Okay. And I kind of, there's two segues that you brought up because I want to talk about presents and then I want to talk about the amount of presents that is appropriate uh, to get our kids. What was your favorite Christmas present? Was it that the, the AT or the four wheeler? Uh, that's the only one that I, the only memory I even have as a child. Okay. Is, is Christmas. Okay. I don't know what I, for whatever reason, dude, I cannot tap my memory past 14 years old. Right. I can't do it. And there's only a few and there's one of them when I was like, I want to say four or five that I remember vividly. That's a gift, man. I'm going to tell you. And it was a Thomas the Engine uh, train track. 
Hell yeah. Like old school, like they, they ha- he had these like little mountains made out of styrofoam and uh, mom had painted them all up. Like they had made this big ginormous Thompson train engine. That's I just dope. remember looking at that and like my mind was like short circuiting. It wasn't <laughs> a toy that we could play with. Yeah. It was just something so badass to have yeah. in my house. Like, man, come look at my train track, fool. Yeah. Like it was it was badass. So that and then the four wheeler and then the next one would be my Ibanez guitar that I got. Oh, of course, okay. I think I was fifteen when I got okay. my Ibanez. Was that a Santa present? Or? That was a Santa present. Okay. I mean Cool, at, at, cool Santa. At That's a cool point, present. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at this point, I was very aware that, Right, right. You know, Hey man, but that's cool on your parents' part, man. Keep keep the magic alive. Yeah. Now my parents were not cold hearted and cruel. Of course, I yeah, got yeah. presents. Of course, as a child, okay, it would just be just not for any reason, right? At random, okay. different at different times. Gotcha. I have. It's funny you say you. I have a very good memory, which can be a gift and a curse because okay. I remember little flashbacks of things that happened when I was one, two years old. Really? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, there's things I wish I could forget, but. <laughs> I remember asking my parents, I don't know if you remember, the Teddy Rupskin. No. Okay, there's some old school people who, when they hear this, they're going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Teddy Rupskin was basically a tape recorder. Okay. To those of you <laughs> listening, asking, what in the hell is a Teddy Rupskin? Uh <laughs> Then you're new to this show because we actually discussed later that I was pronouncing Teddy Ruxpin the wrong way. So I'm not an idiot. I know it's not called a Teddy Ruxpin. I was corrected. Shout out Stacey Hughes. Thank you very much. It is a Teddy Ruxpin. And I know this. Uh, if you're like me, that would have bothered me for the rest of the show. You probably would have just turned the shit off. So I wanted to hurry up and let you know. I understand that I said the name wrong. <laughs> a freaking cassette tape recorder okay. with a bear's head and arms and like and like you would put the tape in the back uh-huh. and play it and his mouth would move and he'd like read stories. Okay. So it was kind of creepy as hell. But like you know how when you were a kid what you had all this? Can you can you Oh gosh, I was this is like 1991, okay. 92. Okay. Um this actually my brother was born in 91, so it was before that. This might have been late 80s. Wow, okay. So Teddy Rubskin was like the <laughs> shit though. Like and I was yeah. begging for one. And I got one. You remember when you're a kid, you have all kinds of stuffed animals uh-huh. on your bed, and then you like run and jump into them. Yeah. Don't do that <laughs> shit with Teddy Rubskin on your bed. I'm talking like as soon as I jump in head first, bah, smack my head I on that thing. A lot. <laughs> Teddy Rubskin <laughs> got a big welt on your head. Now it was, it was a very, and then eventually the bottom part of his mouth fell off, so he'd just be sitting there with his mouth agape <laughs> as he's reading the stories to you, <laughs> and. Yeah, and then he was really creepy, and then, like, yeah. one of his eyes would fall out. But, like, <laughs> I remember Teddy Rubskin being like, oh, my God, I got to yeah. have one of those. And I remember the day that my parents got me one. And I would, you know, when my brother was born, they would, like I said, they'd give us presents for different yeah. reasons. And other family members would send us presents. We'd have costume parties, like, not on Halloween, but, okay. like, costume you. parties so we could still. Yeah. It was and this just this was all just normal to me, but so they weren't completely cruel. I remember I remember getting some awesome gifts as a kid. It was that kind of wanted me to ask you because we were talking about about how much presents we were getting our kids, uh-huh. and how it's easy when they're young because you can get them a <sighs> bunch of cheap shit, bullshit, <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Go to the dollar store and load that motherfucker up, <sighs> right? Yes. And then as they get older, maybe you're spending the same amount of money, but they're getting fewer things because you're getting 
nicer quality stuff. Yes. And I remember you telling me a story about Fallon not quite making a great adjustment to the fact that, dude, <laughs> that there was less stuff. Dude, and yes, that was that was hard, man. That was a hard. Go ahead and tell that story. That for, was a hard for anybody who doesn't hard know conversation. It. So, yeah. I want to say it was the transition from. This was like three years ago. Okay. Maybe two, two or three years ago. So seven. Yeah. Maybe yeah, probably seven years old. That's when they start getting nicer stuff. Yeah, and me and Haley both set them down and told them like, you're asking for more expensive stuff. Right. There's going to be less of it. Yeah. You're not going to be able to unwrap 50,000 things. <laughs> right. Well, they went into this with the perspective of there's going to be 100 presents to unwrap. Right. Not only am I going to get all the stuff that I asked for, I'm going to get all this other bullshit too. Right. And that was not the case, man. Yeah. Like straight up, that was that, – and we told them that's not happening. Right. We're not doing that. Okay. Yeah. Um, we generally – spend about 800 to a thousand dollars on christmas entirely that's for the kids that's for me and Haley's presents that's right. for that's for the month of december and gifts in total that's about what we spend that's a decent chunk yeah i mean it's it's i i personally feel like it's not <laughs> i i think that's on that's on the, i think that's on the frugal end i'll tell you the story about me and whitney's first christmas in a minute oh yeah yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. so Fallon's unwrapping all these presents and she and I'm telling you something about my wife. If you know her, you know this about her. If you don't, I'm gonna tell you. She puts her heart and soul into Christmas, yes. into wrapping these presents, yes. into making sure that these kids get what they want, get what they need. You know, new socks, new underwear. Yeah, everything's wrapped up. Like she puts her heart and soul into it. She yeah. loves this time of year. She loves doing it. She loves, you know, shopping. She, loves, she everything that goes about. It, she loves it. Yeah. Fallon looked up at her and she said, is that it? And just the ghost white look. I'm like snapping my fingers. Like, hey, hey. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, what? excuse me? Yeah. Hold up, man. Like, and I just, I, I could see how hurt feeling Haley was. And yeah. when I saw that, dude, I just became mad. Yeah. I was super upset. Like, I, you know what? Nah. You don't like it? We'll take it all back. Yeah. Like, I'm, you're not, you're not going to, you're not going to act like that. And that's when we had a hard conversation. Yeah, because, because going to the next one, you're not going to have a ginormous tree to unwrap. You're going to a family member's house that's got you two or three things. Right. And I will make a huge scene. Yes. I will embarrass you like you've never seen if you do that in front of a family member. If you act ungrateful towards somebody. Yeah. I said, Fallon, if you go to somebody's house and they give you a roll of toilet paper for Christmas. Mm -hmm. You better jump up and down for joy. <laughs> yeah. Act like it's the best roll of toilet paper you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I want you to run up and say thank you so much. That might be all that person had. Exactly. Our Christmas party is tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to give Fallon a roll of toilet paper and see what happens. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm going to give her a roll of toilet paper. I want to find out if the lesson... If she took the lesson that her father gave her, uh, <laughs> this just popped up in my head right now. I'm going for it. Chris, I'm giving your daughter some boo-boo paper. That might have been everything that person had and they gave to you. Mm -hmm. Like, you better be so grateful 
for anything that you receive. Yeah. And dude, I'm telling you, like it shook Haley to her core. I remember it was a it was a two week ordeal about how much of a how big of a deal it was and it, and it really was. Now every single year, right as I'm talking both of them in, mm-hmm. I'll tell them, just remember, you better be jumping up and down for yeah. joy tomorrow. It sounds bad, like to put on. No, nah, I get it. It don't it look. You, you better be grateful. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Here's what the toughest pill to swallow about that whole thing is, though. Is you got to ask yourself how much of that is my fault? And hey, you are one hundred percent right. I've been spoiling the hell out of these You're kids, right. and I don't know. And see that that was that was the conversation that me and Haley had because we weren't necessarily spoiling them with extravagant gifts and super nice things. It was like a bunch of just when they were younger. Right. It was a bunch of small stuff, a bunch of small crap, and a bunch of like we would wrap every single thing, so yeah. they had a shitload to unwrap. Right. Like this year, Fallon asked for a hydro. This is for her birthday. Fallon mm-hmm. asked for a hydro flask. That's for an those entirely you, different podcast on its own, right there. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna touch on that for two seconds. For for those of you who don't know what a hydro flask is, I have done ample research on what they call Visco girls, and it's basically the reform of a Valley girl, if that makes sense. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> no. But Fallon wanted one. Fallon wanted one. My brother got her one. Mm-hmm. And she is enthralled with it. Yes. Right? She loves it. She shows it off. She's super proud of it. Like, it's like her pride and joy, right? It's her numero uno. I'm like, okay, you need to understand that's a that's a $60 water bottle <laughs> that you drink water out of. <laughs> it's $60. <laughs> the Yeti cup. You know, the Yeti, like the yeah. ginormous... Name brand shit that yeah. they sell seven eight hundred dollar coolers. My Yeti cup is thirty five dollars. <laughs> My Yeti cup, yeah, that I drink every single day right. is with me twenty four seven. Yes, was thirty five fucking dollars. <laughs> and you, as yeah. a nine year old, have a fifty dollar water bottle. <laughs> you better be grateful. Yes, you better yes. be. And so, see, I think unbeknownst to you. That's what you get them excited about. Oh, you're going to get presents. Yeah. You're going to get yeah. presents. You're going to get presents. Yeah. And f- for seven years of her life, that that's what Christmas was about. Yeah. Getting presents, getting presents, getting presents. Yeah. And so much is focused on that. The aspect, and to me, what the best aspect of the holidays is, got lost. And that's the giving part. Yes. The giving yep. part. Yep. And I think it's not just our children. I think a lot of kids grow up. And they're like more presents, like, and it becomes yeah. about getting stuff. Yeah, and they almost become entitled. And at that point, your daughter had an expectation yes. of what she was going to get. Yep. And then she didn't get it, and she's like, "Well, that's it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's it. Look, that 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 is a tough pill to swallow because, yeah. and trust me, we've been there as well. You got to be like, okay, you know what? That's my fault. Somewhere along the line, I forgot to teach. And you're right. Her hundred percent. You're that right. That's not what Christmas isn't about getting the present. Yeah. It's yep. about giving the present. Absolutely. And it's about and it's about spending time with family. It's not a slight on you and Haley at any at, oh, at no. all. No, no, no. I think it happens to everybody. I don't know if you remember the band Simple Plan. Oh, dude. Live okay. and breathe it. I can, <laughs> I can Simple, sing one of you, their songs. Do you remember the Christmas song? Where it's Christmas and I want everything. Yeah. I just can't wait. Yep. And he's basically singing about all this useless shit that he yeah. wants and give me more, give me more, give me more. Yep. That's what Christmas turns into for some kids. Yeah. 
and it's on us to to show them the balance. Yeah. Like, yes, it's nice to get presents. Getting yeah. presents is awesome. And they're our kids. We love them. We want them to have the things they want. Yeah, of course. The things they need. But I think sometimes we forget to teach them the lesson of, you know, what what Christmas is really about yeah. is about family. It's about being kind to one another, Absolutely. being kind to your neighbor. And it's about giving. Yeah. Giving is the best part. And and just to be honest, I saw that today in Fallon so much mm-hmm. at, at, at our jacket and sock drive, man. Yes. She came up after we were done she, and she was genuinely excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, when are we going? When are we going to drop them off? Yeah. I'm, I, can I go with you? I'm like, whoa, we're not. <laughs> yeah. We're just collecting today. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> that part of the show kind of struck a nerve for me because it's Jan. I'm sorry. It's January. I don't even know what day it is. Uh, it's December 2020. And this year we did not do the Holly Jolly Jacket Drive. And what's crazy is until I listened back to this episode and then later got a reminder on my Facebook, I completely forgot about it. And that is 2020 for you. Um, I feel really bad about it because I know there's people out there in need. And that came about so organically the last time. And Sarah, our good friend, uh, Sarah Copeland, is the one who got us started. And and our our friend, uh, Megan Rodriguez, as well. And uh, it it slipped through the cracks this year. But I am confident that next year... And hopefully in other times of the year as well, we'll be uh, doing some very charitable things to give to those who are in need. But uh, yeah, the Holly Jolly Jacket Drive, when that came up in this episode, cut me deep, Shrek. Cut me real deep. I love the ambition. I love the I was proud to see that from all of our kids. Yeah. I was really proud of that. I mean, Because, like you said... that's something we needed to show them. You're that was right. something we needed to teach right. them. And that's why this this has really been the first year that I've been able to do something like this where yeah. we're where we're doing something charitable and mm-hmm. we're giving back. The joy I was getting for giving the last few years was giving to my kids. Yeah. We talked about it when we were doing our love and good vibes. A lot of times you're like, Oh man, I'd really love to go give to the homeless on the holidays. Yeah. yeah. And then the holidays come and you're stressed out and you yeah. got you know, and then you just don't do it. Yeah. So I'm really thankful to the to the ladies who reached out to us. Once again, Megan Rodriguez um, over at Get Baked, Baked Goods, um, and Sarah from Sarah Nicole from <laughs> the Urban Soap Bar. That's probably the woman who put you out of business, man. <laughs> with the soap, that's you couldn't a, that, you couldn't compete with the Urban Soap Bar. <laughs> that's all right. I, I've seen their setup, and it's amazing. Yeah, hey, <laughs> oh, hey, she got it going on over there. Everything happens for a there reason. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just thankful to them for reaching out to us. And saying, "Hey, you know, we want to get this done." It was um, a phenomenal experience. Yeah, I it's mean, been great. The whole the whole thing was nothing short of incredible. Yeah, like, I man, there was there was so much stuff that I saw today. Uh, the lady who walked up randomly walked up to us in the park, mm-hmm. and she's I, I was just mesmerized at this. She told us, "Hey, if you know anybody who needs a tree, we have twenty nine of them ready to go." And yeah. I looked at her like, "Did you say you have twenty nine trees?" Mm-hmm. Like 29 Christmas trees? Yep, mm-hmm. we got decorations, and we got ornaments, and we got tinsel, wow. and we got a star to put on top. All I didn't even know they free. were doing all that. Th- yeah, they I were I thought right- it was just the tree. Nope, they were right in front of Dot Park. They had 29 of them. Wow. 
Wow. And they were giving those they were giving those pe- that stuff out to people. How much does a Christmas tree cost? I've I've bought a fake one. I've never so, bought a real tree. I mean, anywhere from we used to buy our, buy ours at Walmart for fifty nine dollars, but these like tree lots, bro. Yeah. Some of these trees can get three or four hundred dollars. Wow, like they get they get up there. But the the simple fact is that these people are giving them away, standing there. Either they had them donated or they bought them, right? And they're using their time to give to people who don't have you know the means to do something like that. It's just it's it's incredible. Yeah, that's it, my it favorite, really is. That's my favorite part of the holiday season. And even as an adult, things like that have grown on me so heavily. Like it just, it excites me to see people do things like that. Yeah. Another just truly incredible thing is my friend, Stephanie, who I've known for many years, Mm -hmm. screenshotted me a picture of something from one of the pages she follows. And it was basically a lady saying, I have no means for Christmas. My 10 year old's going to have nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm so embarrassed to post this. Like, but I would love to give him something. If anybody can help, it would be just, it, I would be eternally grateful. Right. And she screenshotted that and sent it to me. She's like, the ladies that you were talking about in episode two, mm-hmm. can they do anything? And I was like, oh my, like Kelsey and Evelyn. Oh, that's the reuse. Yeah. What's uh, it called re- again? Recycle, relove, and rejoice. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I got the screenshot. I immediately copied and pasted it into a group text message. With Kelsey and Evelyn, mm-hmm. I'm talking in three minutes. They're working on it. Wow! It's up on their Facebook page. They're promoting. They're getting it ready. Wow! Like it's just, I don't, I don't have an update on it yet. Mm-hmm. I will before next episode. Okay. But it's things like that, man. That just, man, it excites me to my core. Yeah. It, it really does. Like these, the, the, the. There's so much amount of good that you can do. And it don't take much, man. It doesn't. I was talking one one of the gentlemen that um is colleagues with me at work and. He helped us out, and he didn't want he didn't want me to mention his name because he doesn't. Yeah, of he, when he gives, he he feels like that's not something you should run around tooting your horn about. Of course, but we were having the conversation. I was thanking him so much for for helping us yeah. out with this thing, and he's like, you know what, Nick, man, it's there. You, sometimes you forget how good you got it. Yeah, you're, and dude. he's like, and he said, and you don't realize that the line between you being where you are. And you being one of those less fortunate people is paper thin. Yeah, you're right. One wrong turn, one wrong. You're right. You know, one thing goes in the other direction. Yeah. That could be you. Yeah. Or that could be somebody in your family. Yeah. And I told him, I know, you know, when I was going through my uh, divorce or when, when Madden's mom and I split up, uh, I had some rough moments, man, yeah. where one or two things in the wrong direction, <laughs> yeah. it could have went really bad for me. Yeah. And you know, fortunately, I, I kept myself busy and I mm-hmm. stayed at work. So, yeah. but you know, I've I've slept on a couple couches, of course. And if I didn't have that friend's couch to sleep on, there was no telling where I would have been. Yeah, um, I slept in a in a in a car too. Yeah. in my lifetime, like I was really close to being where some of these other people. You know, you you see that guy under the underpass. He's got a cup, and he's and it's so easy to be judgy and you're right. Assume oh he must be on drugs or. But you you don't know what that person's circumstances no, are. And, and, and you're right, 100%. the one thing the one thing that happens during the holidays, and I kind of wish it would happen not just during this time of year. Yeah. But people start to people start to think about that. Mm-hmm. People start to think, you know what? These people aren't going to have all the things that I have. Let me let me share with them. I'm not saying that doing these things for the holidays is wrong because most people probably don't have the means to do these type of things all year long. Uh-huh. And it is a special time of the year where. Yeah. 
and especially, you know, because of the weather, we did this jacket and sock drive because, you know, this time of year, even in Houston, like it's cold it's out cold. there. It's yeah. cold. And there's people who don't have jackets and there's people who don't have clean socks. And yeah. it's so simple. I mean, how much is a bag of socks from, from Walmart? The value bucks. to us, yeah, that $12 means so much more yeah. to somebody who's You're out right. there wearing socks that they've been wearing for three years. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't take much. You know, buying a, a few bars of soap and some toothpaste, yep. and it doesn't take a whole lot. And it and means the world to somebody. Yeah. To, to somebody, I mean, the things we take for granted, taking yep. a hot shower, yep. Yep. you know, having somewhere to use the restroom mm-hmm. where people aren't looking at us. Or yeah. It's the type of things that I'm glad, I'm glad we did this and I'm glad we're showing our kids the yeah. importance of it while they're still young. Yeah. Um, because like I said, when, when they were younger and we were putting so much on the presence, yeah. the presence, the yeah. presence, the presence, and that's fine. We want them to be excited. What we didn't realize is we were, the joy we were getting was from giving them the presents. Uh-huh. That's what that's where our joy is coming yeah, from. Yeah. And that's why me and Whitney's first Christmas, I mean, she went ham, bro. I remember I don't this. Want, I, I do not want to put the dollar amount out there. <laughs> <I remember. laughs> but she went ham. Yep. And, bro, I'm talking about, like, we had to hide all this stuff from our kids, right? So my car and her car are packed to the gills yeah. with presents. And she's like, we got to get more. We got to get more. And I'm like, no, we Whoa. don't have to get more. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, are you going to yeah. get a second Christmas tree? Because this already ain't going to yeah. fit under here. Yeah. She had this idea, like, and it, it wasn't a bad thing. I'm not downing her for it. She got so much joy from seeing her kids just light up, light up. Yeah. You know, and I, the only thing I warned her about, I said, I just want you to be con- conscious of the fact, the message that you could be sending them is that, that's what Christmas is all about. Yeah. It's about getting as much shit as possible. Yeah, yeah. And she thought about that, and she's toned it down the last. I mean, she's still look, and she's just like Haley. You know, they're sisters. Yeah, she loves this process. Yes, the wrapping the presents, yep. turn on some Christmas music yep. in the background, yep. and that. Not growing up with that, and like I said, through five years ago, I was pretty indifferent. Now mm-hmm. it's something that's in my heart, and I enjoy it. I love watching Whitney. Yeah, wrap presents, and I love you know when we put the tree up. And we got Christmas music going in the background. It's awesome. Yeah. Like I said, I told people before, no, I didn't really feel like I was missing out, but I just didn't know any better. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, yeah. uh, looking back, you know, I, it's a nice thing that I missed out on. Yeah. You know, think, doing things with your family, especially as, you know, the kids are getting the age that they are now. Mm-hmm. Logan just turned 13. Maddie's going to be 14. Yeah. This is precious time, man. It is. It's not going to be long before they're not here. Yeah, you're and, right. You're right. You know the everyday hustle and bustle of life. During the holidays, you probably spend more time together, the five of us, than we have the entire rest of the year, just because yeah, of you're right. things going on. We got kids with football practice, yep. cheerleading practice. Yep. The times that we're all together in the house at the same time are rare. Yeah. So when they get a week off for Thanksgiving and two weeks off for Christmas, and we're here and we're watching movies, like this is precious time that. As our kids get older, it, it, it's not going to – it won't be here long, yeah. you know? And I want them to – that's what I want them to appreciate about the holidays. Of course. The getting the presents is great. Yeah. It is. But spending time with your family. Yeah. Giving to other people. Doing – enjoying whatever the reason is. Yeah. Like I said, if it's religious, religious, if it's just because you want to spend time with your family, whatever it means to you, just enjoy that while you have it. Yeah, of course. And of so, course. like I said, the – what we have going on as a family during the holidays, I love it. I'm excited. I'm glad my mom's going to be here. 
I'm glad my I brother love your mama. and <laughs> I love your mom. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, everybody everybody loves mama. <laughs> dude, you know what? I'm secure enough in saying this. You're a really good dude. And I feel like I'm a pretty good guy. Of course. And I gotta give our mom some credit for that. I agree. 100%. And when I when I met your mom, I was like, you know what? Now I get why Chris is a good dude, you know? And, yeah. you know, we talked about how you grew up. Like, for her to have that kind of trust in you, and what it also gave you was trust in her. Yeah, you're right. Like, you trust your mom. Yeah, with everything. And she knew, she knew something nobody else would have known, man, because yep. you turned out to be a great dude. And I, I, I give our moms credit for that. I'm looking forward to her being here. While she's here, uh, we're going to have a little All in the Family episode That's coming it. up where both of our moms are on. And uh, maybe Mama Clark could get to tell us some of them Christmas stories, man. <laughs> maybe she, she'll probably have some good stories yeah. about how she had to had to keep Santa alive for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and my mom's going to be in from Baltimore. Uh, she's going to be mad at me, but I'm going to tell everybody about all the whoopings I used to get <laughs> that I didn't deserve. <laughs> but you know what? She'll be fair, too. Because yeah. when I was an adult, she apologized to me later in life. Yeah, yeah, she was course. like, you know what? You really weren't that bad. <laughs> but I was like, you know what, Mama? I think I turned out all right for it. Of I, course, I'm positive. Yeah. If your mom beats you too much, please call. <laughs> no, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man, I was trying to get through that without laughing. Uh, I love my mama so much. Mama, I'm looking forward to you being here. Uh, she's not going to be here for Christmas, but she will be here for New Year's. So uh, looking forward to that. All the kids who used to get whooped too much, you feel me on this, okay? I'm going to let y'all get back to the show, but just look at me in my eyes. You feel me on this. You know what's up. I got a few whoopings I probably didn't need, <laughs> but you know what? It, it, kept, me, it kept me in line. Yep. I, 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 love, I love my mother to death. Uh, I, I was joking around. In our first episode, when I said uh, I don't recognize the woman my kids call Mimi, <laughs> but I think she's cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 she is cool as shit. She was a cool mom too, and I I'm looking forward to, to introducing our audience to both of them. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Gonna be a good time. That's gonna be fun. After Christmas, it's a new year, man. That's it, man. That's that it. is another exciting time about this time of year. Yeah, I know it sounds cliche, you know, new year, new me. But I've been, there's been a few years I've been in that situation where I was like, yo, you needed it. I need to turn over a you new leaf. That. Yeah. And not just talk about it, though. And that's that's the key. Because a lot of people, oh, a new year, new me, and they're doing the same shit a week later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, w I thought maybe we could talk about what what we're looking forward to in in the next year. This year's been awesome, man. Dude, I, I can wholeheartedly sit here and tell you that 2019 has been nothing short of incredible to me. Yeah. Like, it has been a fantastic year all the way around yeah like just just wonderful um this year we did three startups three company startups mm -hmm. can i stop real quick can i stop real quick chris was feeling himself wasn't he about 2019 2019 nothing short of incredible <laughs> now I would also like to remind you that other than that uh, soliloquy of how wonderful his life was in 2019, Christopher Clark also said that he wanted to live during the Great Depression. Okay, this isn't the Great Depression, but this is like the really, really, really good depression that we're going through right now. Thanks, Chris Clark.
Mm-hmm. We did the Thousand Filter Supply Company in February. We launched Fair Dinkum Coffee Company in mm-hmm. October, and then, and then we started the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit podcast in November. Shout out, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. I mean, so three, three startups in a year might sound maybe simple, crazy. I, I mean, I, <laughs> it it was very crazy. Yeah. It Not was, for the hype gorilla though. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't playing. No, no, no. But what I've noticed, what I've what I've come across throughout, you know, these three adventures that I was that I've been so blessed to be able to endure is the amount of time it takes and consumes. Yes. And I'm okay with putting in the work. I'm more you know, more than okay with the sacrifices that come with. Right. The one thing that I've noticed myself on way too much mm-hmm. is social media. Ah, uh, yeah. That is that is my New Year's resolution. Like, so I have I have all three of my business pages, and then I have my personal Facebook, right. Instagram, Twitter, Snap. I am on that entirely way too much, mm-hmm. and I didn't notice it mm-hmm. until Fallon came with me. She's like, Dad, and I, I didn't respond quick enough. Uh-huh. And she said, Dad, put the phone down for a second. And yeah. I looked at her, I was like, what did you say? I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I am on this fucking yeah. phone all the time. Like, yeah. it's always attached to me. It's always in my hand. It's always, you know, Stacy always jokes like, holy shit, the phone didn't even ring. Like, <laughs> it, it's it's yeah. it's crazy. Like, I just You think, probably ignore your screen time when that shit pops up. Huh? Oh, you don't even want to know. It's <laughs> sickening. It's sickening. Don't even want to know. No. But that 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 is my New Year's resolution is to be off of this phone. Yeah, you know, I, I, of course, I'm still going to have to, you know, do business related yeah, matters and, and things like that on on all my social media accounts. But as far as far as my personal stuff, my personal right. life, my personal gains, my you know what's going on in my life. Yeah, in 2020, you're not going to see that from Chris Clark. Yeah, I mean, you might, you, I'm I'm not going to say. I'm not posting nothing. I'm not going to say I'm not going to just back off completely. Yeah. I am going to take, I'm at like 95% right now. That's going to come to like 20, 25%. Yeah. You get so caught up in sharing what's happening in your life. You're right. You're forgetting to actually live in that moment. And you are, dude, you're so, you're so right. You're and so, I, you couldn't. It's, it's not just me that I'm, and I'm not being judgy. Cause I, I've been guilty of it. Yeah. But I see, like, I'll see people taking photos and opportunities that in my mind, I'm like, that's probably a moment like you should have just taken in. And 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 it's crazy that you say that mm-hmm. because that's something this year that I've worked on. When we went to yeah. Logan's birthday, Denise asked me, "Did you get a picture of, or did you get a video of, uh, the Zoe's choir concert?" Yeah, I took one picture, and I I watched the rest with my eyes and listened with my ears. Yeah, like. I'll never get that back, and yeah. that's that's always in my head. Absolutely, not on a, not. I'm not watching it through a screen mm-hmm. that could fall out of my pocket and shatter into a million pieces, and now it's gone because it's it was on yeah. the on the device and not in my head. Yeah, like that's that's something that you'll never get back, and that's something this that in 2019 that I've truly focused on. When yeah. I go to stuff like that, I'm not taking a bunch of pictures. Right, I'm not taking video because watching it live. Versus watching it on a phone mm-hmm. is two different animals. You, Tech, you'll never get that back. Technology is a great thing, and it is great to capture moments. But I'm with you. When Maddie was doing Starlights and dancing and cheering, yeah, I did. You know, I'm very blessed that we have family who took videos of and course. and who took pictures. Yeah, 
And I always thank them because it is nice to go back and look at it. I had so much emotion the first time Maddie danced on that football field. Yeah. Thinking about everything we had gone through to yeah, get her to course. that point. Of course. And thinking about how when she came to live with us, she didn't have any friends, how yeah. scared she was to branch out. Yeah. And, and now look at that child. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> it was such a great thing. I had so much emotion the first time she got on that field. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look at it through my phone. It's just like you. Of course. I was taking that in. I was yep. soaking that moment in. Yep. And when she became general, same thing. Like yep. every single game. I'll watch somebody else take a video. I'll watch it later, but I'm going to sit there and I'm going to take in this yep, moment you're right. because it meant so much. Yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, before we started doing this, I was never on social media. Yeah. I had like 50 friends yeah. or less. Yeah. And what are you at now? Like 1600. Yeah. Uh-huh. It gets crazy. <laughs> it gets crazy and real quick, man. What I'm always looking at and I need to stop. I'm always looking at who's listening to the podcast. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah like, I'm course. refreshing that motherfucker constantly. Of course. And then I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I get on Facebook and reach out to people yeah. so that they can interact with that. Okay, yeah. now I got to get on Instagram. I'm with you. That's something I want to work on because I'm, I can set that phone down for three hours and whatever happens in between, if I'm not looking at it in real time, it's okay. It, it's still going right. to be there. It will be there in three hours. <laughs> it will be there the in three hours. It's, you know, if I set down the phone at six o'clock when I get home and I don't pick it up again till the next morning, it's going to be okay. Of if, course. If 10 more people listen to the podcast between that time and in the morning, yep. that's me looking at it constantly is not going to change. And even if they don't, there's nothing you're going to be able to do to right. change that. Right. I mean, because if you start pushing, like, listen, 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 right. listen, listen, that's when people will start unfollowing and start, when you start, exactly. when you start flooding stuff like that, yeah. because you feel that it's lost momentum. Right. That's when things could start to decrease. Yeah. People are going to be like, yeah, get this, get like, this shit off my newsfeed. Done. <laughs> like if I ain't listen to it now, it's yeah. not a priority. Yeah. You know, I got you. I mean, I, I'm it, with you. It's one of those things, man. And it's, it's something, it was, it was a hard pill for me to swallow. And over the past week, I've been really just like digesting it. And every time, like I'll be on my phone doing something, scrolling through them. And I think to myself like, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm just I'm sitting here scrolling through a Facebook feed, right? I'm, or my Etsy shop, or the the websites, and I'm looking at stats and looking at numbers and looking at per, you know projected numbers to you know financial numbers and blah 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 blah. Yeah. That none of it means nothing. Yeah. It's irrelevant. And all the while, time is passing you by, man. And I'm sitting in this recliner, <laughs> doing nothing. Yeah. You know, it's just I, I don't know. You. It's just that's that's my goal for 2020. Okay. I want I want to. Like I said, I will still have to be on Facebook when it comes to business yeah. purpose. I will that will still have to be a part of my life. Right. But when it comes to my personal stuff on any of it, yeah. Like I'm just live in that moment, baby. Yep. I'm, live not, in that I'm moment. not doing it no more. I'm not yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna back off. I would say for me, if I'm gonna be resolved to do anything, it would be to savor the moments. Yeah, of course. My kids are getting older. Yeah. Um they're not so babies anymore. You can, man. And, up while you, can. you know, they get on your damn nerves, Ooh. of course, yeah. you know, but, you know, sometimes Maddie will want to hug and I'll be like, man, get off me. Yeah. You know, and then I was like, wait a minute, get back over here. I'll hug you pretty <laughs> soon. You're not going to want to hug me. Yeah. You know, and I mean, Maddie's been a. I can confirm that Maddie no longer likes to hug me. True story. Maddie's girl as long as she's been alive and as she's getting older and more independent and my son the same way. Yeah. 
I, we still got Hannah. Hannah still loves this. There you go. Stana, Hannah still brightens up like a Christmas tree <laughs> when we walk in school and she sees us. Like, but yeah. how many more years are we gonna have that, man? Yep, you're right. And as as heavily involved as I am, you know, I, I have a pretty busy work schedule. Yeah. This podcast, I've I've been putting in work because I want it. First of all, I enjoy doing it. Yeah. But I want it to do well, of and course. I know for it to do yeah, well, I'm gonna have to work. You're right. I'm not trying to be lazy with it, and I'm not just expecting that all I got to do is stand here in this mic and jabber jaw for an hour and then put it out there. And no, but at the same time, there are valuable moments. And I guess what I should, we talked about it a little bit earlier, just making sure you plan things the right way. Yep. Have a section of time. Like, all right, I'm going to work as hard as I can from here to here. And then the rest of this is family time. Yeah. And savor those moments. So I think that's what, what I'll be resolved to do as well. It's going to be a big year. I feel it. It dude, I feel it. We're coming, I'm so baby. I'm so excited that we're doing this. We're coming for you. Yeah, and uh, I'm excited to see what it turns into, man. Uh, let's let's make also a New Year's resolution be for us to be in Studio A next year. Oh, hey, that's coming, man. That's that's. <laughs> let's coming. get inside that's that studio, that's man. The, this is great, Chris. I said it in the first episode, man. Thank you so much for lighting the fire underneath this thing. Because if it wasn't for you, I'd probably be sitting at this table pretending I was doing a podcast rather than <laughs> actually doing one. I, that, and um that's 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 my game, man. I mean yeah. at least any, anybody who knows me, like, the I like hide gorilla. I love hearing the ideas. I love I love getting the you know stamina behind it. I, that, that's yeah. that's what I'm yeah. good at, man. That's that's something that you're I the hype I, man that I enjoy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, and you're the hype man. I and, and just if we're you know just just being honest here, like like I said a second ago, I, we have three endeavors going, mm-hmm. and when it comes to this podcast, I don't I don't know if this audience knows this or not, but you carry ninety five percent of this weight. Mm-hmm. I show up here, I do I do a little show Ooh-wee. prep. <laughs> I do a little show prep here. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, I come in, I sit my ass in this chair, and I talk to you. Yeah, you're the one that's going behind everything and, and editing, yeah. and I mean, it, this is this is. This is a Nick Stevenson production. <laughs> yeah, this, this, yeah. Chris Clark's just on this microphone bullshitting. Right. You know, it's and 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 that's so that's something that I am internally grateful for. Like that's it, it's amazing. You you miss your calling as a voice guy. I can, <laughs> I I can appreciate tell you it. that. When I was a little kid, like I was like, man, I'm gonna be on the radio. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be, you know, we're and, just gonna make our own fucking right. radio right yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like, thank goodness for the internet and technology yep. because you don't have to go to four years of broadcasting school yep. now. Like, maybe I could use it. I'm sure that that seemed like such a pipe dream. And we talked about at the beginning of the yeah. show. Here come the adults are gonna kill your dream anyway. Yeah. You know how hard it is to get on the radio. You'll never get on the radio, right? <laughs> Well, well now we are. <laughs> yeah. Now we're sitting here in, in our kitchen bullshitting. <laughs> but I really do appreciate that, man. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be completely honest with people. I work hard on this shit. I really do. Yeah. And maybe to the chagrin of my wife sometimes, who doesn't want me up till six o'clock in the morning <laughs> editing. <laughs> but you know, like I talked about having something that you're passionate about. Yeah. And that's what I'm thankful for this year is that I have something, you know, I'm passionate about being a father and a husband and but I think everybody kind of needs their thing. Of course. You know? You're right. And I told you, I used to be on the outside looking in. Yeah. 
and being like, man, I wish I had something yeah, that I could get fired up about. Yeah. I mean, there's times I wake up at four o'clock in the morning on a day off and start working on this podcast. <laughs> I would never get up at four o'clock in the morning to go to work. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm dragging my ass oh, out of the come bed. On, man. <laughs> it's been great. And the best thing about it, I said it before, we're connecting with people. You're right. And that's the best part about it. You're right. So on that vein, once again, to everybody who's been following us, who's been listening, who's been giving us feedback, all the love and support. Thank you so much. Please continue to do so. I believe we have 12 followers on Twitter now. Ooh, The watch is on. That's it. We're learning. <laughs> Learn as we but go. But please, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, go look us up. And if you're enjoying this show, tell people about it. There you go. And tell us your New Year's resolutions. I want to hear them. I'm That's curious. Great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll open up our thread on Facebook. Tell us. What the new you is going to look like this year. That's it. All righty. Please stay tuned because we're going to have some home cooking from our mamas coming up (laughs) soon. Hey, man, this was great. I I enjoyed it. it. My name's Nick Stevenson. And my name's Chris Clark, and we'll see y'all next time. All righty. That was episode four, the Christmas episode. Uh, If you've listened to that episode before and you came back again to listen to this, you are a true fan, and I really, really appreciate you. Um, it's always fun for me to listen back to our earlier episodes and this one, especially, you know, we were talking at the end, Chris and I about how he's the one who helped put the energy behind it. And all of a sudden, you know, I kind of, I kind of took off, you know, and I said a statement in there. I said, I work hard on this thing. And when I listened back to this, but when I was preparing for this episode, uh, it did two things for me. It was kind of a shot to the gut. Cause I'm like, man, you were working hard and you haven't been working that hard. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I've been putting out content. We've been putting out content on a pretty regular basis, Uh, but I haven't been working it the way I was back when we recorded episode four. So it was a reminder to me of why I'm doing this and and why we're doing this. And uh, it kind of gave me a shot in the arm. And so I'm really excited about, about season three coming up. But uh, that episode, I've listened to it a couple times. Um, I know, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And me and Chris talking about our New Year's resolutions and reflecting on <laughs> the time we spend with our families. I mean, that's that's what the holidays are about. And here we sit on another Christmas Eve. And hopefully, maybe you're listening to this while you're preparing a meal for a Christmas party, or maybe it's just you and someone in your home. Maybe because of COVID, you're not going to be able to have a big family gathering this Christmas Eve. I don't know what it is, but whatever your Christmas looks like this year, just make sure that whether you can be with them or it has to be a phone call or a Skype, just make sure you tell your family how much you love them and what they mean to you. Um, because there's a lot of people in this world right now who may be celebrating Christmas alone. Uh, I mean, there's been a lot of lives lost, uh, this year due to COVID and other things. I mean, every Christmas there's somebody dealing with somebody who maybe was there last Christmas and didn't make it to this Christmas. So never, 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 never take for granted those you love and, We are having a Christmas party. Don't lambast us. (laughs) 
we're going to get together and have people in the house. We'll be safe. We'll try social distancing and masking up and everything. But uh, you never know what the future holds, man. And that's that's what Christmas means to me now. I went from a, being a kid who used to look down on people who celebrated Christmas. I used to tell people who celebrated Christmas that it was wrong. And I did that for a long time, all the way up into my teenage years. And now I look at my life and <laughs> my house is fully decked out in Christmas gear. Thank you, Whitney. Love you, baby. Um, my kids are excited. I'm excited. The memories we've built together in the six years now that we've been celebrating Christmas together. I can't imagine what my life would be out would be like without Christmas. And, you know, for me, it has nothing to do with religion. And for you that it does, if, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season, that's cool. I'm like, I, like I said in the episode, I'm with that. Uh, whatever makes Christmas special to you, that's all that matters. And so I hope you guys all have a wonderful holiday. Um, not only Christmas, but New Year's, you guys be very safe. Uh, and I hope your New Year's resolution stays strong all the way through 2021. Dare I say it's going to be a big year? <laughs> I've already said that once. And uh, I don't know. I think maybe maybe you guys can blame me and Chris. Chris wished for the Great Depression. And he was really feeling himself in 2019 on what a wonderful year he was having. And me... You know, I hey, it's going to be a big year. We're coming for you, baby. Uh, 2021, we are determined to make that so. And we, like I said before, we do have some big announcements coming up about season three and 2021. I'm not going to tell you when it's coming because I don't know. And I'm not going to jinx it. So, uh, but to everybody who returned for this episode, to everyone who's been supporting us from the beginning, or if you're a new supporter, thank you so much. Chris and I cannot tell you how much it's meant to us. Uh, we get on this microphone sometimes and we bare our soul and show our ugly spots every now and again, uh, but we're real and we try to be honest with you. And to those of you who appreciate that and support us, uh, we love you very much. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you in season three. Peace. You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast with Nick and Chris. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.